0: Welcome to Shot Callers, brought to you by Motivation and Success TV. I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and today we have a very special guest, Krista Nichols. Krista, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much for having me. It's really That's,
0: good to be here. Well, we're very excited to have you. Krista is a sales conversion copywriter, a messaging expert, founder of the Written Results Academy, and the Client Attraction Crash Course. And we're going to get into all of that today. So let's let's talk about, first off, why you're here and why we even met, Krista. What was it like being a part of this book and being interviewed by Edwina?
1: Well, first of all, I love Edwina. Who doesn't love Edwina? And it was such a privilege to be able to help serve her audience. I work with female entrepreneurs as well, and knowing how much it means to her to be able to reach out and make a difference and make an impact on women in their lives. Uh, She and I are a lot alike because we both started businesses as women who didn't necessarily go into life thinking that they would be business owners. So, It was just a lot of fun to get to talk back and forth about our similar experiences and also just the different ways and unique ways that women are able to leverage what they know to help offer training to someone else.
0: That's awesome. And really, the thing I always tell people, there's so many powerful women in our network and on our television series and and whatnot that we have just learned so much that it's just, it's exciting to meet Edwina and to go through those experiences and to see, there's such a beautiful book too, the phenomenal feminine entrepreneurs. I've never seen such a beautiful book and it's just so well put together. And I just, I love everything about it. And I love, I'm just glad and honored to be a part of the project as well. So um, what, let me ask you this, how did you, get into business what was it four years ago and even though you had no idea as far as that that was what your your path was and what you wanted to do
1: right so i graduated from college with a journalism degree but i started out working as a graphic designer for a small cattle organization i live on a farm in the middle of iowa and worked from home so i was able to be at home with my kids and just kind of puts away at, at my projects or whatever um, and eventually that business became kind of at risk. And so, even though I was comfortable there and it was very familiar, um, it didn't require much risk. It didn't require much of me. It was more of like a glorified offsite employee position than an actual business. And so, when I realized that that was no longer going to be uh, enough for our family, I knew I had to try something else. And so I dove into learning as much as I could about ways to make money from home. And I ended up in the digital marketing space. And I discovered that I had a knack for writing for sales. And I started writing Facebook ads for an agency. And eventually I was getting clients on the side for email sequences and sales funnels and webinar scripts and things like that. Um, so even though I didn't really plan on becoming a sales copywriter or growing a multi-six-figure agency as a copywriter, um, it was just something that was a really good fit for what I love to do and the talents that I have. Not to say it was easy. It was hard. But I love it. And it was worth it. It was worth taking that risk and just finding out what I was capable of.
0: That's awesome. That's And it's really... I mean, just to go and just kind of fall into all the things that aligned for that to happen, um, that's really awesome that that worked that way. And so what is, can you go through and kind of explain what is direct response copywriting for those who don't know? Sure.
1: Yeah, no problem. So direct response copywriting is where you write for campaigns that are asking a target audience to take an action. So it's not necessarily always about sales, although sales is always like the end result. So you might be writing a campaign for lead generation for a business, trying to get more leads in their funnel. You might be writing a campaign to try to get people to sign up for a webinar. Um, But the end goal is always to nurture target audiences towards the offers of the client and get them to take some kind of an action that will ultimately lead to a sale.
0: Okay, awesome, awesome. I, that's, I always hear, you know, obviously I know what sales copy is and I know what copy is, but I've never, um, I've always done a little of it on my own, but never very much. So I, I wanted to kind of explain that for our audience and kind of go through that. Definitely. So, um, Let's talk about a little bit about becoming a a female entrepreneur and the unique challenges and mindset hurdles that kind of come in front of you when you, when you did that.
1: Oh man, there were a lot. So I grew up in a home where both my parents, uh, they've been married for gosh, 40 some years. My dad farms, my mom was always home with us kids, but she always had like a side hustle going on. She's a very creative person. She always had something going on where she was generating income on the side Um, And I saw that I saw the way that she did that, but was still there every day when we got home from school and she was still in the bleachers for all of our activities. And I thought, you know what, that's, I really want that too. I want to be able to, you know, if we're going to have kids, I want to be able to be the one that's there and raising them. And so I knew that that idea of having my own business interested me, but I didn't really think I was capable of it. I never took any business classes. I didn't have any like formal knowledge when it came to administration or running a business or the financial ends of it or anything. I just knew that I loved to write and I love to be creative. And if I could make some money doing that, great. But when it became the point where I was like becoming the the that this business was our income for our whole family, I had to break down a lot of mindset issues around that because I had never saw, see, i never seen myself in that role. I never saw myself as a business owner. I had to learn to not just accept it, but embrace it. Like I could accept it, but every time a challenge came up or things got hard, I would shrink back and like, this isn't for me. I can't do it. You know, I'm not meant to have a business, but until I embraced it and learned to lean into the challenges as a sign of growth, I, I was my own worst enemy. I was my own worst block for what I could do and what I could accomplish. And so it really was a matter of changing my mindset around what it took to be a business owner and what you know, my business didn't have to look like anyone else's. It didn't have to have X, Y, Z that all of the gurus had. I could design a business that worked for me and my family. And it didn't have to be just like everybody else's.
0: I love that. And how do you go from having such a niche and, and being very successful at what you do? Because obviously you're extremely talented at copywriting and. Um, messaging, how do you go from having such a niche to, or what advice would you give people who are trying to now take a special niche like that and turn it into a business? Because just because it's it's like anything else, whether you're good at sales or whether you're good at whatever it may be, building homes, mm-hmm. um, how do you turn that into a business? And how would you suggest if that's not your core, where you went into originally, but you have this talent, how would you suggest doing it?
1: Um, My biggest piece of advice for people is if you know you have expertise in an area figure out what results specifically you can get for someone else and talk about it everywhere you go show up online show up on your social media platforms get on podcasts do guest blogs, whatever you need to do to be loud about the result that you can get for someone else, because it's not even the service that you provide that sells it, it's the result, the outcome that you can get someone else. Results are where your revenue comes from. And if you can get a result for someone else by a service that you provide, then you'll never go hungry. But don't focus just on the thing you do, focus on what that accomplishes for your target audience. And for that matter, you really gotta get clear about who you serve, like who is the ultimate ideal person that you can get that result from. A message that goes out to everybody only lands on some people. But if it's tailored to that specific person that you can get the best results for, it's going to hit and it's going to be much more effective.
0: I love that. Focusing on results. That's, that's powerful because it, that's so true. And you think about it and how did that change? Did that, did you know that right away? Or is that just something you came up? I
1: didn't, okay. I didn't, I didn't know that right away. Um, so I, I was writing for an agency and I was landing clients on the side and I got to the point where I was so slammed with work that I had to make a choice between either staying with the agency and help grow somebody else's business or grow my own business. And I chose to go all in on my own business and it was a good choice. We you know tripled our revenue within 60 days, but I found myself constantly running up against this wall of, Being able to show up confidently on sales calls, I didn't know how I was getting the results I was getting for my clients. I couldn't confidently say to them, yes, I know exactly like we're totally going to kill it. And it was starting to affect my ability to close and land clients. Um, But it was also bothering me. Like I was super busy. I was full of clients, but I didn't know how to get any help because I didn't know what I was doing to be able to train somebody else to do it. And so, yeah, the idea of why am I able to get the results that I get, it was super important for me to figure that out. And so I spent almost a year taking everything in my business apart and just recording everything. Here's everything I'm doing from the time that I meet a prospect to the time that I hand the project over to them and then optimize and make tweaks and changes. Here's what I'm doing. And once I dialed in on exactly what I was doing and which pieces of it worked, I could develop frameworks and processes and systems, and then I could start sharing that knowledge with other people so that they could learn too. Yeah. And so results were super important until I understood the steps that I was taking to consistently be able to get those results, no matter what the campaign was, no matter who I was writing to, who no matter who I was writing for, I couldn't... I couldn't step into being an expert about it. And, you know, your rates determine are determined by your results. And so leaning into that and doing the hard work that it took to figure out exactly what the steps were, was super important for the growth of my business and for the growth of other people's businesses. Cause I can't teach what I don't understand. Sure. It can be intuitive. Sure. It can be, you know, like talents and skills that you're born with, but it can only go so far if you can't explain it to somebody else.
0: Oh, I, that's so true and I see that all the time. So I started it in in the financial industry when I was 20 and you know, I learned to train and I've seen so many different training methods and how people train in our industry and it's so true because first of all, certain people learn differently. So that's a that's something you got to look out for. Secondly, everybody trains differently. So I was, I mean, still to this day, I'm always constantly fighting how I train people because, you know, I'm very good at showing you exactly what I do, but I'm horrible at like giving you the steps. And it really takes a lot of work to go back and go through, Of okay, why did you do this this way? Well, you have to look at it and you have to dissect each and every piece Mm -hmm. because you're looking at, yes, you started off with this natural talent. And now you've got to show XYZ, who may have a, a natural knack for it too, but they don't need, they don't know how to learn those steps. So that's, that's very well put. And it is hard. It's very hard. Yeah, to detect it, is,
1: it is, but it's so rewarding when you figure it out and when you can pass it on to somebody else and you can see them get it. And they light up with the potential of, I thought this was so hard. I thought it was me. I thought I just wasn't enough, but now I have the steps. I have the skills, I have the ability, and then they can see the potential that's there for them because There are way too many businesses and entrepreneurs and influencers out there. There's no way that I can serve them all. There's a huge need for talented writers and also a huge gap between what the quality of most of the sales writers out there and what it actually needs to be. So it's nice to be a part of the solution for that.
0: That's great. And how do you, do you actually, can you take somebody and you train them exactly how to do sales copy and how to do copywriting and, and messaging?
1: Yeah, I do I actually have an online training program It's Written Results Academy, which you mentioned at the beginning, where we go step by step through not only like the technical writing skills, but the sales psychology and the data analysis, messaging strategy, and the target market research, all of those marketing type, think like a digital marketer type pieces that make it possible to take your writing skills and apply it towards sales in a way that's effective. And it also includes a lot of uh, like business in a box type things, like all my templates, all my frameworks, all my trainings on how to do what I do. Um, So it's a it's a really awesome shortcut for somebody who knows that they love to write and has some natural talent for it to build a business out of it.
0: And that's really the great thing about that is, is we always teach people, go to somebody, go to a mentor, go to a coach, go to somebody who's done it and learn from them so that you can get those shortcuts and and pass those learning curves on and get to that point a lot quicker. Because you don't always have to go at it alone and go through those things without, without somebody who can train you.
1: Right. And as somebody who does trainings and who is a copywriting mentor, I'm like, please take what I have. Please use it like I had to do it the hard way, but you don't have to. I didn't have somebody that I knew that was a copywriter who was doing it ahead of me. I had to figure it out all by myself, but you don't have to. Please take this. You know, I want you to.
0: <laughs> I'm begging you, please learn so from me. Yeah. Yes,
1: take that shortcut. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I tell people all the time that they're like, Oh, well, we want to be here exactly where you are. I said, Yes, but don't. Do it the way I did. Learn from me. Let right. me teach you because I don't know. Knowing what I know now, I don't know that i go back and start over again and do it. <sighs> I would have had to go through without all the shortcuts we know now, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Well, and we don't know what we don't know. And sometimes that's a good thing.
0: Yeah. But oh, yeah.
1: we don't have to watch other people stumble through that. And yeah. that's a good thing.
0: Any any way that we can help you get there without having to go through, because I learned everything the hard way myself. Mm-hmm. So any way you can get there without having to learn learn the way I did is very helpful. So so let me ask you this. Tell me more about being a messaging expert and how to get to that point in any industry or in a specific industry, because that's obviously very important for people on a local level and on a digital marketing space level.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I always really encourage people to not be a generalist. I think there are so many things that you can write for and write about that if you Do everything, you'll never have the time and the bandwidth to be able to really become an expert in anything. And so I do recommend to my students that they either niche down into a specific industry or type of client, or they specialize in a specific type of copy. So I specialize, I do sales copy only. Um, And I, but I do it for a variety of industries, not every single industry. I have my favorites. But I could niche down. I could niche down into financials or I could niche down into real estate or I could, you know, so there are so many different ways that you can niche down. And that only helps you get better at the things that you do and get better results for people. But I think the thing that surprised me the most about becoming a freelance writer was that it's not necessarily about how good you write, it's not necessarily whether you're a super, super skilled writer, you can be a really good writer and still not be able to master sales copy because there's so much more that goes on behind the scenes before you ever type out a single word that gives you the information you need to be able to do what you need to do. So without a really good knowledge of the target audience and what they're thinking and feeling and experiencing, you can't meet them where they're at and then bring them along with you to where your client's offers are, you can't make those connections if you don't know who the audience is and where they're at right now. So that was a big surprise for me, like the amount of research and the amount of studying of people, how people act, how they make decisions, what they decide to do at certain points, and what they need to know and understand and believe in order to take the action that we want them to take got to dial in on those things or you're really just kind of guessing so that was the biggest surprise for me i think when i really dialed it in it was like okay it's these other things that go on before you write that are almost more important than the actual words because without knowing those things you're not going to be choosing the
0: right words wow that's what would you say the like ratio is i don't know if it's possible to i mean put you on the spot here but what would you say the ratio is? Cause that's very good. That's a very good point because you think that, oh, well, this person is an excellent writer. Like I've written books, but I'm a horrible writer and, and, and I'm very good at talking, but <laughs> um, so what would you say the ratio is as far as um, learning those things and, and the study that goes into being good at messaging?
1: Oh man. So I'm faster at it than I used to be because I've developed systems and processes behind what kind of information I know I'm going to need and how I gather that information. I've automated a lot of it with forms and um, structured calls with my clients. Uh, but if I'm onboarding a new client and I've never worked in their industry with their target market before, it's probably going to be like 70 or 80% of the background wow. Okay. is the time spend is going to be like. 70 or 80% to get to that point. And then the writing will be the, the rest of the 20 to 30%. Um, but then if we write and work together again, it's not as much. Like I've already done the research, we've gotten the framework and the foundation in place. And so the, more of the time gets dedicated towards actual writing then.
0: Yeah. And you kind of know the client. So that's why
1: I love having long-term, yeah, long-term ongoing repeat clients is really like the sweet spot because otherwise you're just repeating mostly research, mostly research over and over again. That's not a bad thing, but it's nice to be able to get in the groove with a client and work together for years and watch the growth happen. That's my favorite.
0: Here's how we improve results. Here's how we improve results. Here's how we improve results. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a very Mm -hmm. good point. So how often do you see, because I would think that, I mean, knowing being in business for quite a while, I would say that this is probably a missing piece of the puzzle, what, 90% of the time?
1: (laughs) Yeah, when a campaign isn't working, when your funnel's not converting, when your ads aren't getting the click-throughs, yeah, I would say probably 90% of the time, it's the copy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, either the copy isn't reaching the target audience or it's, it's, it's too far ahead of them.
0: Right.
1: When you are the person inside the offer all day long, every day, you're so close to it that you forget to dial it back to where the audience is now. They don't know and understand everything that you do right now. And so one of the biggest mistakes I see entrepreneurs make is they assume that the audience understands more than they really do. And they miss them because they're shooting too far out. They have to move the target closer and hit those very basic problems during those first few cold contact type reach outs.
0: Yeah. my wife says I do that all the time too. Like I know what I'm thinking in my head, but it doesn't mean I'm communicating it properly. I'm just like saying like bits. I'm just giving out little sound bites of what I mean to be saying. And that's, I think we do that a lot when we're talking about our product and we're explaining things Mm -hmm. because. Just because it's going on in my mind doesn't mean that you've explained the process from, from the beginning to the end. And also, one of the things that was most profound to me is when I realized that you're not, let's say you're not selling a product or you're not offering this product, you're getting this person, you're leading them to the next click through or the next piece of material. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. what really was profound to me and you probably learned that a lot quicker than I did. I still haven't perfected it, but that's what was like, oh yeah, you know, because so many people come in and they're like, oh yeah, sell this. No, that's, you're so far away from this point right. that you don't even realize it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking to some of my students today and reminding them like average is seven exposures to new information before somebody actually will take action on it. And we only get, I think online, they say now it's less than two seconds to catch someone's attention. So it has to be just micro bites of attention capture at first. You have to give them one thing you want them to do and just take them to the next step. So, you know, with your ad, the only goal of your ad is to get them to click. That's it. Then on the next, on the page, then you get them to give their email, you know? So like you said, it's a progression. You don't have to have them go from A to Z just in one piece of the campaign. That's why it's called a campaign because it's built to give them that blueprint to go from, I have no idea who you are and what you can do for me to, I can't live another minute without the result that this thing that you offer is going to provide for me.
0: Now tell me a little bit about your two courses. Is that for, so if I'm an entrepreneur, do I want to do that if I want to become a copywriter or do I want to do that to help with myself? What? Tell me a little bit about your courses and the content. Gotcha,
1: so I train freelance writers, how to build a business and generate income as a sales copywriter. So people who already know they love to write, but they don't know what's possible for them in terms of being able to generate income. The um, Client Attraction Crash Course is my free five-day live workshop where we break down my five secrets for standing out online and attracting your first or next paid writing project. So I give them the foundational tools to be able to speak up about what they offer, set their rates, think about exactly who their ideal client is, and just those foundational things that really help you get your feet under you as you're landing your first few clients. Written Results Academy is my online, um, it's like a mastermind program where it's a year-long training program where you learn not only the foundations and the frameworks, but you go deep into the different types of projects, like ad copy, funnels, video scripts, all of those things, and plus all of the business building and mindset and coaching support and accountability. So it just really depends on where you're at, if you're ready to take the shortcut and take your business, just go all in on growing a business, then written, re- written results is, is the place for you. If you're just looking to figure out whether or not freelance writing is for you, then, then the five-day crash course is a great way to kind of test the waters, land your first couple of clients, see what that, what is out there for you. And of course I have, you know, Facebook communities and different things that they can um, learn from in that way as well. But this is, it's just a lot of fun. But yeah, I do market mainly to people who want to earn income as a writer.
0: And that's awesome. So basically what, what I'm hearing is, is that If you think that there's an interest for you in this niche, you can go there, get the five day crash course. You can really learn, Mm -hmm. start getting into it. And within a year, you can really start to almost become an expert in this field. And you're giving them all those business blocks that you had to go back through and and learn the hard way (laughs) and figure Mm -hmm. out, yes, this is, this is exactly what I need to do to get to that next level in my business.
1: Right. And the great thing about a program like Written Results Academy is that it's built on the frameworks and frameworks don't care who you are. They yeah. don't care how old you are, how young you are, where you live, what your income is right now. They don't, a framework is like, I don't know if you've ever seen the YouTube video, honey, don't care. <laughs> framework don't care.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, love that. So I yeah. joke
1: with that students all the time. Like it's a framework. If you follow it, you will end up with the end result, which is nice. It's a comforting for people to know, because a lot of times we think, Oh, I'm not going to be able to do it, or that's too hard for me. Well, everything is included. All you have to do is just take the next step. Yeah. You don't have to go from zero to 80 in, you know, 2.5, just take the next step. And then you'll be able to go on and on from there. Now I do coach inside some high ticket masterminds. So I, I do coach and do strategy and my agency, within the agency, I write high-ticket sales copy for seven and eight, nine-figure entrepreneurs and influencers. So I do a little bit of all of the things, but my paid programs are mainly for
0: freelance And really, it's a it's a pandemic-free uh, career, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got busier than ever when everything shut down with COVID because everyone was still wanting to launch their online thing. You know what I mean? Suddenly you have all this free time where your gym can't be open or your med spa can't be open. And, and you say, okay, I need to launch a course or I need to launch an online program or something. And, and so yeah, the copywriters of the world and the digital marketers of the world, we're still really busy.
0: Yeah. So all those things that you really knew you should have done before in your business and you hadn't done like mm-hmm. a digital course, all of a sudden, now we we just turned it over to you, and we're like, "Hey, yeah. By the way, can we fast forward this right away? I'm right. so busy. Yeah, you probably heard a lot of that. So um, I what, did. It's yeah, great. Though. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who is on the fence of when they're working for somebody else and they're really good at copywriting and they're really and they want to to launch? I know that you went through that yourself. What would you say help would help them make that mind up and that choice?
1: as long as you're inside someone else's business, helping that business grow, it's stealing from the business that you could have yourself. And the only way to truly have the freedom of your finances and of your time is to have your own thing. So that was something that was very clear to me. My income ceiling was only going to go so far when I worked inside someone else's business, because they were only going to be willing to pay me so much. Whereas if I own business with my own offers and the only thing that held me back was the result that I could get for a client, then the potential was unlimited. It was basically just limited by the amount of hours I had in a day and the amount of dollars I wanted to charge with my rates. Yeah. Now, I'm not the most expensive copywriter out there. I live in a very rural area. It doesn't take a lot. The standard of living isn't super high. It's not like I'm in you know in the sky rise in New York City, yeah. um, but I really love the freedom that being an entrepreneur gives you um because it's yours it's your business you get to say how much you earn you get to say the hours that you work and i really love that my kids can see it too like they're teenagers now and so they're thinking about their futures what they want to do when they go out into the world and i know that now they know that there's a different way than just the traditional Go off and get your four-year degree and then work inside someone else's business building that, you
0: know. And actually get paid what you're worth. That's it's really nice and be able to determine what that worth is. Nobody mm-hmm. else putting that barrier, that limit on you and it's doing right. on you. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, how do they get a hold of you, Krista?
1: Well, they can find me on my website, kristanichols.com. There's information there about my services as well as my programs and stuff like that. And at Krista Nichols Copy on social media.
0: Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We're so excited. And uh, it's been informative to me, I know, and helpful. So I'll I'll definitely be exploring more on your website and being checking things out. So thank you again for being on the show.
1: Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me.
0: All right. Thank you. All right. See you guys. Bye.